What's wrong with Lance Lynn? Will Jack Flaherty ever return to ace form? Join us today as we provide you with the best pitch and ditch arms on this action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source for fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Matthew Ane, and you can find us on all social media platforms, podcasting apps, and wherever you may listen, please leave a five-star review. That's Apple or Spotify. We'd really appreciate it. Also, if you're listening on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe and comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. All right, guys, it's just me today. Dom couldn't make it. He got stuck doing a long shift. And you're stuck with me, but it's going to be a good one. We're going to get you, we're going to manufacture that win this weekend with our pitch and ditch candidates and two start week, two start pitcher weeks. So please stay tuned and we're going to get you locked and loaded for the weekend and get you start off to a hot start next week. And we got a good one for you today, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to start off with Dean Kramer. Kramer himself, not the guy from Seinfeld, but Kramer Dean from uh, from the Orioles here. He's not one of the best arms we'll talk about, and you know, but he can get the job done. Baltimore has been absolutely red hot. My uh, the team has just been winning games left and right, and Dean stands a good chance going up the Chicago Cubs this weekend. I really like the upside. Other than that, he's not a long term play whatsoever. So this is one of those key pitch and ditch candidates, right? Last week, he went out against Toronto, got the W through six innings, got six Ks, got gave up only you know a couple couple runs, got a three ERA with a 1-3-3 whip. Whip was a little high, but I'll take it, man. Like Those are great stats. Against Milwaukee, got lit up, but it is what it is. San Francisco held his own. And Texas, a mediocre 4-2-6 ERA. So like, it's not like a – how do I put this? Kramer isn't going to blow up your, your ERA – intentionally at least it'll be something random at least because he can handle his own somewhat and guys you know you might be like oh why is he bringing up dean here but again this is all about manufacturing the win we don't care really about era we want to get the stats we want to get the counting stats right so that's k's maybe a w and that's all we really care about because your era is probably flopped but if you just need the case, Dean probably has a good opportunity to possibly not blow up your ERA or whip. So he's one of the better names we're going to talk about today. Other than that, I mean, we can go down this list and really talk about guys and whether they're going to blow up your ERA or not. But Dean may or may not. So with that being said, give me a moment since I am alone and I got to queue up the next guy here. We're going to talk about Mr. Clark Schmidt of the uh, New York Yankees. 
Clark has been so hit or miss lately. It just, it is what it is. And he's more of a guy that like, I kind of trust rolling out only because of the fact that he may be able to suppress, suppress runs and get you about anywhere from one K, which is the low end side to about five or six, which is what I would really prefer. He's going up against Boston this weekend at Boston. So it's a little bit better pitching situation than pitching at Yankee stadium at home for him. But at the same time, Hey, I can see where he can go out there and give you a good start, possibly give you a couple Ks and keep the ERA somewhat under control. If he walks away with like a 4-2-5 ERA, I'm not going to be upset. He was an easy pickup off the waivers at 21% owned. Clark Schmidt can be somebody that can take you to the promised land this week if you scoop him up and he performs well. But there's always that risk when you're uh, rostering any of the guys we're going to name tonight. So, Definitely take a look at Clark Schmidt. All right. Now let's move into a name that's pretty well known. And quite honestly, really shouldn't be on this list, but they have fallen below 60%, which is absolutely bananas. But here we are. This is Mr. Lance Lynn. Now Lance Lynn was highly drafted this year and everybody who did draft him is super fatigued over it. And I get it. Lance Lynn burned me last year. Lance Lynn has been on a, just a pendulum of dropping all the way down. And I'm just like, oh my God, what is going on here? But here's the thing, right? Lance Lynn has that potential to go off and get you 10 Ks. Because Lance Lynn at any moment, any point in time can lock in and just go, boom, here I am today. I mean, he's had quite a few games where he's had five plus, right? That's one, two, three, four, five. Six games out of the last 10 starts where he had five plus Ks. Now, I'm not saying the ERA is going to be under control, but hey, who cares? If you're trying to manufacture a win, if your ERA is already blown up along your whip, who cares? If he's available in your league, you might want to start him this weekend and just see if he can get the Ks for you. He's going up against Seattle. It's a tough matchup. I can see his ERA getting blown up. But again, if we don't care, scoop him up. And that's how we got to treat Lance Lynn moving forward until he can prove otherwise. But hey, Lance Lynn may have long-term pers- uh, possibilities if he's able to get his stuff right. And that may be after the All-Star break. We shall see. It's only in a couple weeks. Lance Lynn, if he's available in your league, maybe somebody you want to consider adding right before the All-Star break to see where he may take you and go from there. I honestly think he may be washed up, but at the same time, you never want to rule somebody out especially somebody with a long track record like he does. All right, let's move on here. We're moving fast because we don't have Dom to commentate here. All right, we're going to talk about Mr. Carlos Carrasco of the New York Mets. Carrasco has been somewhat serviceable over his one, two, three, four, five starts. Only got lit up twice and once was against Atlanta, which, I mean, hey, everybody's getting lit up against Atlanta. And the other team is Cleveland. That was his first start back. So, hey, I'm willing to take a chance on him. He's going against St. Louis, who's been hit or miss, depending on, you know, what day it is. And there's not too many people on that team rolling, so he doesn't have too many obstacles to climb. Carlos Carrasco can go out there, get you four to five Ks, possibly keep the ERA down, and do you a favor and kind of manufacture that win. This whole strategy is about manufacturing that win. And this is one of those scenarios Carlos Carrasco can be that guy for you at 18% owned. So he's out there. He's viable. He's a great option for you. And quite honestly, the way I'm looking at it is you pick him up and you forget about it because quite honestly, he can do exactly what you need to do. 
So Carlos Carrasco may be your guy. All right. And before we move on, I we have some great sponsors here, but I want to tell you who's coming up next real quick. We have a pitcher from Cleveland, a pitcher from the Angels, and a pitcher from the Twins. And these are all guys that I'm, I'm definitely streaming this weekend. Clearly, I don't have enough ads in my weekend in my leagues because we restrict that to help suppress this kind of strategy. But in leagues that aren't familiar with it, this is going to be the winning motion for you. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by the clothing company Bird Dogs. Looking for clothes that are redefining comfort and style? Look no further than Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs makes you look good. And, and Bird Dogs stretchy khaki shorts are designed for to fit slimmer through the thigh and legs, giving you a truly, truly sculpt look, which everybody wants. So you got to get Bird Dogs, guys. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made stiff with restricting cotton. Bird Dogs has fixed that issue by inventing cloud knit fabrics that look just like khakis, but stretch so you don't have to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stick sweat wicking fabric that keeps the cool dry, keeps you cool and dry all day long. Man, that's a mouthful. Bird Dogs' uh, shorts are exactly the same, like the same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. Bird Dogs sent us a, a pair of shorts or two. That we really like. I'm getting compliments everywhere, so definitely check out Bird Dogs. And when you go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB and, and enter the pro, uh, promo code locked on MLB, they'll throw in a free Bird Dogs custom Yeti style tumbler with every order. So definitely check out Bird Dogs. It is pretty dope. I'm not even going to lie. All right, guys, we're back here. We're going to talk about Mr. Tanner Bybee. Somebody that's kind of been cooling off just a tad but i'm not ready to give up on yet i like bobby but he's been getting hit a little bit he went up against minnesota got had a 5-4 era went up against san diego had a 13-5 era it's a little rough but he's going up against arizona who really didn't fan fare well against the phillies so maybe bobby can go out there and give you a decent start and bobby's about 48 percent owned Quite honestly, I'm looking at him like I should add him everywhere anyway. I'm a big fan of Bybee. I don't think that he's really on the downward turn yet. You know, maybe there'll be a little fatigue since he's getting high in the innings count, since he has 48 on the season. You know, maybe that's what we're looking at here. Maybe he's getting a little fatigue, but I mean, we're getting close to the the all-star break where they may send him down about a week or two early, which I can totally see. Because if you look at his past, right, in 2022, he only threw about 132 innings, and right now he's on pace to throw away more. So at any moment, they can send him down. But right now, as we're rolling into the weekend, we probably want to start him because Arizona, like I said, didn't fare well against Philly, and their, their pitching isn't anything great these days. Right now, they're all just pooping in their big boy pants and really giving up leads and doing all this unfortunate stuff. But Bybee has been pretty solid outside of those two starts. So I think that Bybee can go out there and be a valid and contribute to you possibly manufacturing the win this weekend. So Tanner Bybee is somebody I'm definitely targeting if he's available in my leagues, which he's not in any of mine because all of our friends, all of our friends, unfortunately, listen to us and get our strategies out from under us as we talk about it live every single day. So if you have that opportunity, definitely check out Tanner Bybee. All right, let's move on to Griffin Canning. We've been talking about Canning a lot. You know, it's funny how it works here. You know, somebody that I'm not really too big into, but at the same time, 
hey, we need to manufacture that win, and Griffin, Griffin can possibly get that job done. His last start against Seattle, he had seven Ks. He did get lit up for a 5-4 ERA, but again, who cares, right? He's going up against Kansas City. He's been up and down, and they just lost Vinny Pasquantino. So, you know, there's less of a threat in that lineup right now. So Griffin Canning may be lined up for a good start. You know, maybe he'll only give up like one or two runs and then walk away with like a three ERA, and I'll be happy with that. But who knows? Griffin Canning can also get in his own way and just kind of get in his own head and blow up the game. We shall see. But at the same time, we really don't care about anything but Case and the possibility of a win. And right now with the Angels playing the way they are and Kansas City really playing the way they are with the injury, there's a possibility he can walk away with a win, walk away with a decent ERA, and a good amount of Ks anywhere from four to five. And that would be a great baseline at 22% owned. You should really could really should consider adding him going into the weekend and try and manufacture that win. He's pitching on the 17th. So that will be tomorrow for you guys. And recording on the 15th. So I would strongly consider adding Griffin canning. All right. Let's talk about Mr. Louis Varland. Um, Varland has been interesting. I got to say, I like him in some moments and I hate him in a lot of other moments. Quite honestly, hasn't had a bunch of bad starts outside of his first start and his last two. Everything in between has been halfway decent. So Varland could go out there against Detroit, which it's Detroit. So one of the worst teams in the leagues in the league. So that's a bonus. So his ERA will probably be somewhat manageable and may not even give up a run if we're lucky here and get you about five to six uh, case. I'm loving that. And hopefully, even though he's had a high whip, Hopefully he can keep that whip down into about a one, two, maybe a one. And Louis Varland would be a phenomenal start going into the weekend at 20% owned guys. I mean, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't add him and get and put him into your, your starting lineup this weekend, because Hey, how many opportunities are you going to get for a layup matchup? And with a guy that's going to be able to get you four to five case, that could be the difference of pulling off the category of case and possibly wins. So definitely check out Louis Varland. Wow, this episode is moving fast. I should should probably talk longer about these guys because I only got about three guys left for you. So let's talk about Mr. Patrick Corbin. And I'm going to go on a rant about Patrick Corbin, both pro and con, because you know what? There's a lot to be said about Mr. Patrick Corbin. So one, he's on the Nationals. So I'm really not that thrilled about him in general. But... Outside of that, he has been somewhat serviceable, okay? You know, he may not get you more than about four strikeouts. That lo- That's looking about like his average right now. But, hey, again, it's all about matching, uh, manufacturing those wins. He's going up against Miami, which Miami has not been proven, excuse me, proving to be somebody that's been hitting hot right now. Jazz Chisholm is out of the lineup. Solaire looks like he's cooling down a little bit. Jesus Sanchez just is a hit or miss every single game. So Patrick Corbin does stand a chance to go out there and do his thing. Patrick Corbin is a hate-love relationship. He is nowhere, shape, or form where I'm willing to roll him out outside of this matchup. Patrick Corbin has not been good in quite some time last year. He had a 6-3-1 ERA. 2021, he had a 5-8-2 ERA. 2020 in the short year had a 4-6-6 ERA. Last time he was even relatively fantasy relevant was in 2019 with a 3-2-5 ERA. One thing I do like about him is my guy somewhat gets you some some strikeouts. He won't be a K per nine. He hasn't done that in a very long time. 
but he will get you a decent amount and walk away with about four or five going about four or five innings deep. Maybe even longer if you're lucky. Patrick Corbin is a decent matchup this week to roll out for a pitch and ditch category. And that's really just about it for him. Okay, we're going to do this a little early because we're going to be quick tonight, guys. Last one here. We have two two-star pitchers for next weekend, one that we always talk about and one that we really haven't talked about at all. Here at Locked On, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. There's no better place than getting in the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers getting no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So make sure you take advantage of betting up to $2,500 if you're feeling frisky. Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then wager on everything. You know, you got points scored. You know, you can do, you know, uh, over unders everything under the sun that you could possibly think of. I mean, man, is he gonna is the ref gonna tie his shoe in the second quarter in within the first five minutes of the quarter? Who knows? Probably not that bet, but we could see. Anyway, plus FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for uh, for a better chance at bigger odds, and that's with same gay parlays. So don't miss out on your chance for a no sweat first bet up to twenty five hundred dollars. It's bonus bets back if first bet doesn't win again. Go to uh, FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's uh, FanDuel.com slash locked on. Get started today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the MLB. All right, guys. We got the last two guys here. They're good names. And I really like this last guy, and I really hope he does return to form. That's Mr. Jack Flaherty. Now, here's the thing. It's a hate-love with him due to the fact that he just has an, a shoulder injury that just refuses to heal himself. So... I just think that right now we're just like up and down in the Flaherty train, but he's had about what? One, two, three, four, five bad starts out of the last six bad starts of the last like 12 games. So that's about half his starts. He's going up against the, I had this earlier. Give me just a moment, guys. I apologize. If anything, this is making this podcast longer and I'm sorry. Um, Sorry. Here we go. Let me get the cards. So he pitched this day. So he could be going up against the Cubs. And then possibly the Nats. Actually, no, he's getting the start against the Nats. And then he's going to go out and possibly get the start against the Cubs, which are two decent matchups. So Jack Flaherty could give you something nice. They're not like wonderful teams where they're going to blow you away or could hit up a team. So with Jack Flaherty's strikeout upside, where you could possibly any point in time during the game, walk away with like seven to 10 strikeouts. That's really what you need. And honestly, if he goes out against, um, (laughs) sorry, goes out against, against the Nats, he could possibly walk away with easy seven to 10 because the Nats are a super hit or miss. And it's very rare that they play up to the talent that they're playing, even though they did that to the Phillies about last week. So Jack Flaherty has that upside to just really take over, be dominant and really just knock over the, the Nats and really play the game and do their, do his thing. And if you start off hot and you know, you think he might get the second start here, he might have the two start week. He might go up against the Cubs, and that's another decent matchup where he can possibly come over and be command the game. So don't sleep on Jack Flaherty going into next week. You might want to add him on Sunday if you have an ad left over. All right. 
All right, last guy here. That's Mr. Reese Olsen. Reese looks like he's going to be pitching against the Minnesota Twins. And on top of that, he might be pitching against one other team. I'm trying to get that for you. But Reese, let alone going up against the Twins, I do like that. He he can do his thing and possibly give you some great production off the top here. So it's the Twins and Royals. I'm not mad at those two starts. Royals haven't been too wonderful. So Reese can really take advantage of that, especially with the loss of any Pasquantino and then rolling up against, um, I'm sorry, guys, rolling up against the Twins, which have been hit or miss themselves. So Reese can possibly take over, do his thing, and give you some good production. He he did get lit up against Atlanta, but I'm not going to hold it against him because he went up against Philly and handled his own. Didn't give up too many runs, only had a 1-8 ERA. And when I went to Chicago White Sox, who does have a little power in those bats, but are a hit or a miss. He had a miss night, but still had six Ks and a 3-6 ERA. So Reese could hold his own, could be fantasy value, and could lead you to victory this weekend. So definitely check out Reese Olsen. And guys, I want to thank everybody for bearing with me without Dom. And it's going to be a short Friday for you. And I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for making us your first listen and, and make sure you subscribe, comment, rate, review for all and making, <laughs> let me start that over. That's all for us today. Be sure to subscribe, comment, rate, review, and thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. We have a new episode Monday where Dom will be back and doing most of the hosting stuff. So we're going to have some must ads for the week to come along with some pitching, pitching strategies and things like that. And an exciting announcement Monday. So be sure to tune in for that. We have some awesome new stuff that we're adding and going to help the community grow and give you some awesome insight and one-on-one information that you'll be able to have access to us directly. And we're going to tell you all about that next week. And we're going to help you get those locked on championships. So please tune in on Monday. Until then, guys, peace.